Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast, where we look at ways for you to make your fitness just a little bit funner. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at do your pets make you healthier? So if you're a pet owner or are considering become a pet owner and you'd like to know the health effects of owning a pet, check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to look at the health effects of caffeine. Now, most people should have an interest in this because statistically every day, 80% of the world's population will consume some type of caffeine. And most of them do it as some type of a pick-me-up. And it works great for that. It's quickly absorbed into the body. It takes about 15 minutes to an hour to absorb. And usually more than 90% of the amount that you consume is actually absorbed into the body. So it's a pretty quick-acting pick-me-up. But if it's that good of a pick-me-up, is it good for you? Or is it bad for you? Now, I also want to note that if you take your caffeine with food, it's going to be slower to kick in. Now, a lot of people drink caffeine to stay awake. How does that work? Well, when you first wake up in the morning, you have very low levels of adenosine. As you progress through the day, you make more and more adenosine, and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. When you go to sleep, your body clears out the adenosine, you have a low level, and you start over the next day. Adenosine is the sleepy chemical. It makes you feel sleepy. Well, what caffeine does is it parks itself on your adenosine receptors so that you, or you're still getting tireder during the day, but you don't feel it. You don't know that you're getting sleepy. Now, some people say, well, I get sleepy even after I've had the caffeine. Well, eventually you get such a high buildup of adenosine that even the caffeine can't keep you from being sleepy unless you just really take a lot of caffeine and it becomes a vicious cycle. But for most of us, we just want a little bit of a pick-me-up. So we drink some coffee or tea or soda or whatever, and it blocks the adenosine receptors. So we don't feel like we need to go to sleep which works great if you are wanting to stay awake. But if you have a cup of coffee late in the evening and it starts blocking your adenosine receptors so you don't feel sleepy and you can't go to sleep and it's time to go to sleep, then you've got a little bit of a problem. So how long does it take once you have ingested caffeine for it to go through your system? Pretty much everything you eat or drink, your body either finds some way to burn it for energy store it to be used to build things with or find some way to get rid of it well caffeine is not good for energy i know you feel like you have more energy but you really don't you can't build any of your tissues out of it so the only thing left is your body's going to find a way to get rid of it so your liver's going to find some way to metabolize it in between two and a half two hours and five hours half of the caffeine in your system has been metabolized and I know two to five hours, that's a huge span. However, some people metabolize caffeine quickly, some people do not. So it just depends on you. Um, interestingly enough, females metabolize caffeine 20 to 30% quicker than males do. 
However, if you are a female and you're on oral birth control, you it takes twice as long for you to metabolize your caffeine. Don't know why, just thought that was an interesting fact. Back to my story. Two to five hours, half of the caffeine that you ingested is gone. Now, in the next two to five hours, another half is gone, which means like three-fourths of it gone. And then another two and two to five hours, another half of that is gone. So it just keeps cutting in half and cutting in half and cutting in half. Eventually, you get enough of it out of your system the, uh, to where the effects are no longer being felt. But that's the way your body metabolizes the caffeine that you've taken in. So if you're a five-hour person and you take in a good dose of caffeine um, and you think, well, I've got five hours, it'll get out of my system. No, in five hours, half of it gets out of your system. So you, you may have to experiment some on how quickly you can go to sleep or the effects of caffeine get out of your system after you have ingested it. And we've all seen a lot of these cool t-shirts that say stuff like, I drink coffee to protect the lives of others. Uh, and, you know, things like that. Because a lot of times, you know, you're a little bit grumpy before you've had your cup of coffee or your glass of tea or your Diet Coke or whatever it is that you drink for your caffeine or that you consume for your caffeine. So what else does it do for us? Well, also, it increases the action of our feel-good chemicals. So if you think your cup of coffee in the morning makes you feel better... It really does. Um, it blocks some of the other receptors. It increases the amount of norepinephrine, which increases your alertness, your memory retrieval and attention and focus. It increases the amount of serotonin, which is your happy hormone. And it increases the amount of dopamine, which is a reward hormone. Now, the fact that it increases all these hormones, the feel-good hormones, is a, is a reason that it's so hard not to, if you're a, a morning caffeine person or afternoon caffeine person or whatever, it's so hard not to have your dose of caffeine because your body is expecting it and it wants it. So we do get addicted to it. And for some, that can be a problem. So your mood, your sense of energy, your mental focus and attention and reaction time are all improved with small to moderate amounts of caffeine. Caffeine also improves your athletic performance, uh, so much so that it was they wanted to find some way to ban caffeine, but it's so ubiquitous in society they couldn't uh, ban it completely, and they didn't know what to say was a, a reasonable amount. So caffeine is still um, usable in competitive sports. And the last thing about good thing about it is that caffeine will lower your chance of liver disorders. Now, with almost everything, you think, wow, if a little bit's good, how much is a lot better? No, it's not. If you have excess caffeine consumption, it can produce jitteriness, uh, confusion, anxiety, and insomnia. Too much caffeine increases your blood pressure. If you drink more than about five cups a day, it can start to cause rapid pulse and heart arrhythmias. Um, also, high doses of caffeine cause you to excrete more calcium in your urine and they have found that in certain people that that excretion of the extra calcium has been linked to osteoporosis and weakened bones and more fractures so those are things to think about um, they've suggested that pregnant women limit your amount of caffeine to less than 300 milligrams per day 
And although we're talking about the negative side effects of it, it's a good news for those people who drink a lot of coffee or uh, consume a lot of caffeine. They did calculate a lethal dose. However, the lethal dose of it is somewhere around 100 cups of coffee in a day for several days in a row. So probably you're not going to have to worry about uh, the amount of caffeine killing you quickly. However, if it starts causing some negative side effects, you probably want to limit your caffeine intake. So the next question is, well, how much is good? It's listed by milligrams per kilogram of body weight per day, which is really hard to calculate. And the other thing is, depending on how you get your caffeine, different cups of coffee have different amounts of caffeine in them. Different amounts of tea have different amounts of caffeine in them. Sodas are pretty much standardized. But if you're getting, and you think, well, I always drink the same kind, it doesn't matter. Based on the growing season and stuff, different cups of coffee from the same kind of coffee can have different amounts of caffeine in them. So you kind of just have to experiment and say, okay, with the kind of coffee that I drink or the kind of tea that I drink, I can have three cups and I'll be fine. If I have the fourth cup, I start getting jittery. If I have the fifth cup, I'm going to rip somebody's head off. So you kind of have to figure it out on your own. Another thing that really needs to be warned is that sodas and any coffee with your creamers and sugars and all the added stuff, you start piling calories on with those. And whenever you get all these extra calories, those are definitely detrimental to your health. So bottom line, if you're someone who uses caffeine, a couple of cups a day is probably not bad for you as long as you don't have a lot of extra sugars and creams in there. So if you want to enjoy your coffee and know that it's really not bad for you, it's probably even good for you. And that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.